3: I hate to break the fishing news after M check, but I'd like to speak about the ice.
2: Congratulations. You're one of the 13 listeners of the real life podcast. (laughs) We
3: just traded a migraine in
2: for life.
1: Might want to mark that down. (laughs) down All of my projects are on schedule until they're not.
2: A member of the nation network of podcasts about as
3: funny as we're going to get today. (laughs)
4: <laughs> well, come in. This episode of The Real Life Podcast is brought to you by DoorDash. Ding dong for a limited time. Our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code NATION25. That's 25% off up to a $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code NATION25. Offer valid in Canada. Only I DoorDashed a burrito yesterday. A
5: singular burrito? How did it, how did it go? I find that... Through no fault of their own, burritos don't travel well.
4: Uh, my burrito traveled very, foil very wrap well. foil wrapped burrito. Yeah, it was yeah foil wrapped, and okay. the burrito place is I shit you not a four minute drive from my house. Um, I just really didn't. <laughs> is it cold. is it the complaint of
3: those?
1: Is it the complaint of the sauce taking away the integrity of the wrap? Yeah, is that what you're that, thinking?
5: That's what I've had, but I've never had a four minute. Commute
4: yeah, as quick. And then, uh, and then I got tacos for Amber and we had ourselves a good night of eating burritos and tacos and watching the bills.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, great. weekend! Great weekend way. of football. Playoff picture is intact. The bills get in before they even have to play, which was kind of anti climate, anticlimactic division was still up for grabs. It was, there was still things to be done, but yeah. like a win and get in scenario would have been real fun.
4: But I don't think I could have handled that.
1: No, it would have been intense because that game, I mean, even at halftime, 14-7 Dolphins, and then the Bills just, and, and Dolphins had like three turnovers in the first half. Like momentum was just yep. one way, and I saw that game completely switch. It was fun. You were like,
5: here on Friday, but Tyler was quite nervous because there was you were walking me through the scenario. Billless playoff scenario.
1: It's just, It's just the playoff scenario was worse without the Bills in it. Oh,
4: yeah. The league's more fun. I mean, it's very similar. Like I was on on Owen every day, day talking about this. Like Josh Allen is very much like a Connor McDavid type. Not that he's like without out the best player in the league. He's not. Yeah. Um, but in the sense that like the league's better when that guy's on a big stage. The NHL is better when Connor McDavid is playing playoff games and going on deep runs than when he's not. Who are some team like in the
1: NHL? The playoffs are better when this team is in it. Other than the Oilers, Boston, Boston, Boston the Rangers, Chicago, the Rangers. I love when the Rangers are good. New York's such a
4: big stage. Kind of original six is kind of in there, but like other than that, yeah. Like I would, I would argue the Leafs being good is more. Yeah, I would agree. Because I would agree, it's the Leafs. If I could draw a parallel to a third sport, like when the Leafs are good and winning and doing Leafsy stuff, they're a common enemy for 31 other fan bases, right? The Yankees, Dodgers, Dodgers. Because the the Leafs aren't the Yankees because they never win. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Um, Red Sox. Yeah. Right. Like when there's a common enemy, it's good. I'm excited for this baseball season because I'm going to be as much as I'm rooting for the Jays, I'm rooting against the Dodgers this year. If the Leafs made a, why because they
5: spend a billion dollars on free agents?
4: Yes. No exaggeration. But but I think it, I think it like, does it 2073,
1: does it boil down to a team with a history that it makes the league better? Like the, the green Bay Packers, the Chicago bears, the Detroit lions, those teams make the playoffs better heels. Are they not when you say I think maybe 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 it's the fan
5: base that's very passionate and very divisive. I think that that's everybody likes a villain. You know what I read
3: the other day on Twitter, which stuck with me was they were talking about European soccer. You know when the fans are like going bananas, they got scarves, they're dancing, they're shooting and shit. There's no luxury suites, just like shooting the stand. They'll shoot fireworks in the air. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) they get a fine. They got like an eight hundred and sixty five thousand euro fine for all the fireworks fans brought in. But they say that the problem with North American sports is money's taken over to the point that it's the richest fans at the game, not the biggest fans of the game. It was
5: interesting. That thread was interesting.
3: Right. It's not the biggest fans of the team. It's the richest fans, of the Carolina Panthers. It's whereas in soccer, a lot of times the supporters are just like madcap dudes that hand their tickets down to their kids.
5: That is the nice thing when we've gone to you and I've gone to baseball games where you can get a ticket very cheap if you want bucks. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, the get in price for the lions first playoff game in however many years is like $600 US like it's crazy to sit
5: at the very top
4: yeah that's get in <laughs> But I, I would say like Whew. villains unify My people or like give people a reason to tune in. <laughs> also, the idea of a lovable loser. Right. Think about that year. The Cubs finally made the World Series. The World Series. I mean, year. you are crazy. Not like I, even I caught that fever.
3: Right. I wanted them to win. I big will be top. happy. I'll say this once and I will say I never said it. but I will be happy for an hour when the Leafs win the Cup.
0: As long because as it's after the we'll be long it
3: means It means so much to their fans that is a fan of that sport. I see just, don't, I'm honestly
1: I just don't feel that way. I dislike them so much that the Montreal Canadiens, the Vancouver Canucks, and the Toronto Maple Leafs are three teams flames I hate. that if they, uh, and sorry, and the Flames. I mean, the Flames is a given. Sorry, I didn't even have to think I had to mention them, but like the Canucks, the Leafs, and the Canadiens are Can just Canucks, three so teams I can't fucking stand the them being
3: successful. Sorry to interrupt you, but fans don't care That's about right. the Canucks like they do about the Leafs. It's not even close. Yeah. There are more people that care about the Leafs truly than any other team in the league. Mm.
5: Just look at all the others fans that cash in on that game while it's coming up in next week, two weeks. All going to cash in on those tickets when you sell them to the Leafs fans.
4: My dad's a season ticket holder, and he brings me to a lot of games. And in return, my favor to him is, Dad, I will help you sell your Habs and Leafs tickets. How do you do it? Put them on my Instagram story and say, two tickets to the Leafs game. And within half an hour, someone DMs me and says, take them. Actually, this time I actually I believe I sold them to an Oilers fan, which is even better when you can get the good money for him. But uh, And that pays for a chunk of his tickets? Yeah, like those two games are one twentieth of the regular season, but pays for 10% of the season kind of thing. He my dad looks at it as I saw so, I don't go to those two games and I get my first round of the like playoff tickets almost covered. <laughs> Makes sense. And I had someone DM me. And it was a buddy of mine from radio school. He was like, Oh, like piece of shit selling these to Leafs fans. He called you a piece of shit. He was like, "I hate season ticket holders that sell the Leafs fans." Like, how do you know? How do you know that? Well, first off, how do you know? Two, and how many of them?
5: Also, I would like to add are just they pop their Leafs jersey on when they're in town.
3: I would hit him up with DM address and then a <laughs> link to capitalism on Wikipedia. Yeah. You fuck. <laughs> so since if
1: like, let's talk Send about, address. let's talk about the others, because there's a couple of things here. I just was looking forward to this week and is Connor Bernard going to play? No, he's out six to eight weeks. God damn, damn it. it you know what? I that didn't know that. Sucks, I broken dude. jaw. I've seen guys come back from broken jaws with a bubble cage on. I thought he'd be happy the to Pat get Louis his Farente? junior bubble cage better. in the I playoffs. I felt
5: bad for him too. because That was a clean hit.
4: Oh yeah. It was was a hard hit.
5: Hard hit, but it was a clean hit. But a hard hit. Weak
4: jaw. Weak jaw. Well, He's 18.
5: mm -hmm. The only thing too, is he's a smaller guy too.
4: Yeah. So I drew the comparable, uh, earlier today to like, obviously Connor McDavid had the big injury his first year. And And
5: so the Blackhawks are going to trade for the guy who broke Bedard's jaw. Mm -hmm. Gotcha.
4: (laughs) Um, (laughs) But like Connor had that injury going a zillion miles an hour to the net. Mm. And then he got hurt that second time against Calgary. Again, going. The knee? Yeah. Oh, my God. On the post. Going a zillion miles an hour towards the net. Rebuilt it over the summer, Chalmers? (laughs) I don't think this is just like confirmation bias or whatever, but. We see Connor McDavid do that less. He still flies way less. Ice. And Bedard needs to go through the center of the ice. with you his head learn down less. Right. Connor learned like, okay, as much as I, that gives me a good chance to score going another way. Also gives me a good chance to score. And my knees won't implode and blow up because I'm going to, I won't, know the, the I won't gir-
3: spend my summer in a hyperbaric chamber. Yeah, like
4: the Giordano one, I think was a little dirty, but again, like when Connor goes that fast, he learned if someone tips my skate, I'm toast. So now he adjusted. I think Bedard We've seen him. He loves to do that thing where he cuts into the middle of the ice and opens up the zone kind of and then uses and it. And guaranteed the there's been defense that noticed it and are just waiting to play him yeah. to get a shot
1: at him. That worked in junior. And
4: yeah. you're going to take it. So I mean, I think this is just Connor Bedard naturally learning that like, OK. Also, he's like 5'11 or whatever. He's a small guy. His head is at the shoulder of 99% of NHL defensemen. So like, uh, he now knows I can't do that or else my jaw is going to. I
1: run. just believe that this game tomorrow night was going to be a featured game, like even on ESPN and like Connor versus Connor again. And first time, you know, it sucks again. It's not the first time they've played. First time in Chicago, first time in Chicago, but it, just yeah, it sucks that we're not going to get to see that again
5: because you see that the Blackhawks have more of their salary cap on the injury reserve than they do actually.
1: Oh, yeah, there? I saw I saw a thing of their roster at the start of the season and their
4: roster today it's with wild. players left and it's half is not it? total combined cap hit of their forward group for the game against the Flames. Thirteen point nine million dollars. You can do that.
1: How do you even
4: feel Jonathan a team Huberto makes ten five? <laughs> Connor's agents like, see, you can do that. Resign him.
1: Yeah. Well, it should be a pretty successful week for the Oilers, but like, let's like, Hyman, man,
5: Flames just lost to that Chicago team. Uh, we're not the Flames. Hey, I'm just saying, you gotta be mind your peace. and but
4: but don't be- uh, don't have a look forward game. Yeah, but that's the Oilers against gonna a 13 million dollar team. What I'm, <laughs> I'm looking on Betway right now, and I can't imagine we aren't favored heavily. Well, like, hang on,
5: the- let's play a little game. Want to play a little game? <laughs> well, I want to guess what the money line is. Minus two twenty is my first. I'm gonna say minus four four fifty. Oh,
1: 220, not
5: high enough. Okay.
1: Minus okay. 450.
4: I'll say minus 550. Wow. I'm still trying to... F- there are other oh, minus 380 to open against the Hawks. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I was low. <laughs> Oilers on the puck line is minus <laughs> yeah. 140. I'm going to be honest. You should probably bet it now. Probably just get that locked in because tomorrow when people start looking at it on game day, the Oilers, it'll be minus two and a half at one point to get them even close to minus 140. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So, just don't so I'm just going to interrupt here for a quick second because I had a really <laughs> cool experience. <laughs> Take two. I had a really cool experience yesterday. And as a lifelong Oiler fan and somebody who's lived in this city for 43 years, I can't believe I've never had this experience. But we have minor hockey week coming up for our kids. Uh, and this week is kind of a dead week for my U11 team. And we needed to find some practice ice. And it's tough to find in the city. And we found some at the downtown arena. Which is connected to Roger's place, obviously. We're community the rink, the community rink, and uh, so we had a practice scheduled for yesterday at twelve to one o'clock. Mm-hmm. Well, we show up there at eleven o'clock. We usually show up. I, I usually show up an hour before, and I walk in the door, and the guy that lets you in because it's a closed rink, you know, you can't yeah. just come. He says, uh, are "You the coach of the team?" And I said, "Yeah." He goes, "Man, we've been trying to get a hold of you guys, uh, but you booked the ice through the FHL, so we couldn't get a hold of you. But um, we have to cancel your practice." And I said, "Oh." Okay. How come something wrong with the ice? He goes, no, the others have decided to have a practice instead. They're taking your ice slot.
4: Oh, those dicks.
1: And I said, Play you for it. okay, understandable. He goes, listen, to make it up to you, we're going to allow your team to sit in and watch the practice to hang out, watch the practice. All you have to make sure you do is have your kids just sitting in, you know, either six row, six or higher. Be respectful. You know, it's quiet in here when they're practicing, like don't disrupt them. Just kind of be on your best behavior. And I was like, sounds great. So I messaged the team. I say, this is what's happening. And, We sit there and we watch. Now, we're kind of sitting in the stands. It's like 15 minutes before the ice slot, before they start coming out. And, you know, the stack and the water bottles are getting the benches already. And I'm just like, not knowing really what to expect. You know, I've never watched no one's practice before. Then all of a sudden, the goalies come out and they start doing their warm up. And it's just, it's cool to watch. Then all of a sudden, you see Hamblin, first person on the ice. And he starts warming up the goalies with goalie coach Dustin Schwartz. (laughs) And then dry comes out and you're just like, the kids are like, there's dry sidle, there's dry sidle. And then, you know, McLeod comes out and they start to file out and Connor comes out. And now they're just kind of warming up and the kids, like, you can just feel, it's kind of like, it's really cool. Like, this is a very intimate thing that we're getting to do. And we proceed to sit there and watch their practice. And for an hour, like the kids when we take him to like oil Kings games, you know, I know there's a lot of things that go on in the arena where there's, you know, they want to get on the jumbotron. They want their popcorn. I watched nine and 10 year olds sit there intensely staring, watching, studying this practice. And as you hear anything or just like, Oh, you can hear everything. You can hear everything. And just like the way, you know, like, I know how hard it is to write a drill up on the board, show the kids and then have them go out there. We demonstrate it, have them understand the drill. Now these are professional athletes and I get that, but it was still like amazing to watch Knobloch go over to the board and just two minutes, write something down and then to watch the drills and they're fast paced, they're intense and you, you're you figuring them out and but they just know what they're doing. And it's like, and the drill progresses like three or four times. And I know they've done it a million times. Like I know that, but just to see it and watch it, to watch how their practices are structured, to watch how they interact with each other during the drills, to watch that. Even when there's a drill going on and there's five people doing it, the rest are staring, focused, they're watching. You know, to watch that Connor in practice is as fast as he is in games to watch that when they do like small battle drills, just how fast and how intense they are for the 30 seconds they're doing the drill. It was really cool to watch as like a minor hockey league coach to see. And the, the one thing that astonished me the most out of everything was what that, the four drills they did were all things that we're doing that we do. They literally just did a breakout drill to a transition in the neutral zone to a sec, to a second breakout to a 3 on 2. We do that with our kids, you know, like and my point to show telling these kids was like, you know, hockey there's only so much you can learn. You know, it's there, there there's only so many ways to break out of a zone and the way that you become really good at this is just repetition, repetition, repetition. And just to like I I believe that that hour of watching that practice was better for my hockey team and for me as a coach and my coaching staff than actually being on the ice. Like it was a really cool
4: experience to have Uh, to flip this into like a current hockey question. Do you now maybe take a little bit more stock? Like people talked about Philip Broberg and they're like, Oh, you can't leave him up with the big team because he's not going to play. But there's so much value in, like you there's said. There's
1: so much value in those practices, like just in watching. So it, it was it was interesting to see too, because CC and Kulak were not out there. It must have been maintenance days for them or whatever. So there was just four D, right? And like you had Hamblin. So you had all your lines, but then on the on the on the fourth line there was uh, Hamblin, um, McLeod, Gagne, and then Ernie or uh, no, Connor Brown. Oh, Connor Brown. right. So just. The amount of work that they put in out there, to have younger guys up there putting in that work at those practices, I it pays dividends I can imagine. Like, that's my opinion on it. Right. And, and then like you could see guys leave. I I mean, they, they left like 10 minutes into uh, 10 minutes left in practice. Some guys left, but it was cool to see who stuck around Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl did small battle drills with guys like Hamblin, Derek Roy, Gagne. And they like, like intense, small battle drills. They stayed till the very end. You know what I mean? And then the last couple guys off the ice were nurse and De Harnais, and they were doing just like simple walk the line shots on the goalies, you know, like getting in that extra work. Hamblin was the last one off the ice. You know, I don't know. It was just, I, I could figure what I thought an OS practice was like, but when it comes right down to it, hockey is a simple game, right? It's, you don't see very many variations to breakouts, to transitions, to, you know, the way you run a power play, the way you run a penalty kill and the way to be a better team is the one that does it with the most, the least amount of uh, like mistakes and yeah. the most, uh, I don't even know the word I'm looking for. The most amount of like, yeah, I can't think. Least amount of errors? No. Who does it the most? The cri- crisp. Who does it the, the best, mm. the, the, the most crisp, the fastest. Anyways, yeah. I just thought that was super cool. It's honestly like the the, I, I'm probably going to become a better coach. And I think my kids are going to become better players for just watching that because we had a practice. We did find ice that night and our practice was really intense. And like, you I
4: felt like Chris Knobloch.
1: I felt I,
5: I'm basically Chris Knobloch.
1: i basically concerned. Not
4: being, yeah. No, it was cool. cool. It
1: was just, yeah, it was a cool experience to me. It's just does, like an
5: owl every time he's on, like just bobbing his head back and forth. He
4: looks worried. He always looks very deep in thought or. Yeah.
1: Another thing about it, Ryan McLeod. All-time jokester. Always having fun out there. Really? Man, is he always, he's always having it. He did the Michigan. In I'll one say, of the drills,
4: you know, I'll say he's immature in a locker room problem, but sure, jokester. Is he? No, not <laughs> no, no. Okay. Gregor said, "No,
1: he's 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 like he's the jokester. He's definitely the jokester. Everybody's having fun with him. He did the Michigan in one of the drills, and everybody was like. And then Nurse went over and like tackled him, almost like not doing that on us. Like, and then it was cool, man. It was it was a lot of fun. Now,
3: just a lot, to lot walk- of people can do the Michigan. You choose not to get <laughs> now the-, let's key ask code. the
5: hard. <laughs> Who was not practicing very hard?
3: Everybody practiced really hard. Who's practicing the hardest?
1: McDavid. He practices the hardest. Mm -hmm. Hyman practices really hard. Um, You know, Hamblin practices really hard. He was the one that he, I, I don't know if he asked Connor and if he asked Dr- uh, nurse to like stay and do these battle drills, but you know, the ref half circle right beside the penalty. Uh, yep. Basically what they would do is two of them would go in there. Coach would put it in there. They'd try to separate the other player from the puck, get in between them and the puck and then get it back to the coach. Hamblin did that with nurse and McDavid for quite a while mm. and nurse and then, too. and then, yeah. And then McDavid left and he just did it with nurse, just him
3: and nurse for like, what felt like five to 10 minutes. Wow. Which is neat. Like it's cool to see, you know, is there a strategic reason why they don't show practices on TV? I
4: couldn't tell you. They do on Oilers plus sometimes. <laughs> I think they like some teams do. Yeah. I, I think part of it might just be like, you don't want other teams to be able to sit and watch you. Right? Is there like a strategic value to this? Knowing like, your breakout, knowing what you're working on, knowing I, your power. I don't play know. The, I don't know if the Oilers do this,
1: but it. it would be very good for the community in the city of Edmonton and minor hockey at large. If they invited or did some sort of like invitation schedule Teams or like that, come watch that you could have a yeah. team come and watch practice every time. Now I know they oh, they don't always practice in that community. Rank. Like they practice in Rogers more often than not, but there was a, um, uh, there was an event in there. Like Blake Shelton. Yeah, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. (laughs) I don't know what it was, but there was an event. And the best part about it is these guys are the guys that are coming in for after the practice was was a men's league hockey game. Blake Shelton. So these men's league hockey players are dressing in the dressing room and coming out onto the bench as the dudes are like finishing up the Oilers practice. Like, it's
3: just, I don't know, man. It was a cool community rink concept, right? Where you can talk with
4: them. Yeah. So that's my cool experience with the Oilers for the weekend. Know, that's really neat. Yeah. Not a lot of people will get to see like an Oilers practice. Even I know they do like the season ticket holder ones where like they do a practice, but I think it those They kind of have fun. It's not like a, a drill down hard practice. You actually got like a front row seat to what a legit practice. And your players are of the age where they can
3: actually understand things on a higher level than just a little kid being excited to see a, professional that's right i mean they were like, they were learning they were looking at drills like simple reverse drills
1: when yeah. you gain the zone and you're driving wide and instead of throwing the puck to the middle of the ice to nobody you know panicking either going behind the net or doing a reverse to create space that's what the Oilers were doing and like the fact that we had done that last week in a drill kind of made them go oh holy shit do you do a drill, though, where you teach the kids
3: to panic and just shove it up the middle? D- yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: Right up, especially with my defense. <laughs> I'm shoot like it right
3: up the middle, it. boys. If you don't know
4: what to do, just put it right up the middle. Right in front of the net. Right in front of the net. you <laughs> will be fine. A good glass and out drill with the young defense. Oh, I love a good glass and out yeah. drill. If you don't have to do the
3: defensive zone, just drill it at your goalie on yourself. Yeah. And just make sure you try to just hit, just hit him in
1: the- skate it right back to him and
3: tuck it in his pad and Hit him in for the logo and he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Hit him uh, in the logo.
4: Well, there you go. Uh Zach Hyman's probably going to score 50 goals this year. Which probably. Some pays for 58. How Where does he
3: not be? have a single hat trick in Toronto? He's going to have... He has three this month? Three this year, yeah. This
5: year. Four total, three this year.
4: You want to know a mind-blowing stat? Yeah, I shouldn't say mind-blowing. If you're a nerd like me, it's mind-blowing. There have been 48 hat tricks in the NHL this season. 16.6% of them have involved the Oilers. Wow.
5: So Hyman has... Three.
1: Involved. When you say involved, against do you mean four. against two? <laughs> okay. So Hyman has three. <laughs> There's the keyword involved.
4: And then Connor has one, didn't he? Nope. No, Bo Horvat. No, what's his Brock Besser. Besser has one against us. First game of the season. Uh, Stamco scored four. <laughs> Ryan O'Reilly got a hat trick and <laughs> Ryan Hartman got a hat trick. Wow. Mm. No fart noise after Ryan Hartman. You respect his game. I like that one. Yeah. I couldn't hear what you said. Oh. Um, so <laughs> I was too busy. <laughs> yeah, like Ryan Hartman. <laughs> <laughs> 16% of the hat tricks in the NHL this year. have involved the, uh, or I've been in an Edmonton Oilers game, but Zach, so Ryan, if you're doing a DK lineup, pick somebody going, or on the Oilers. Going against or on yeah. the Oilers. Um, but like, holy Stack shit, accordingly. Stack accordingly. 5.5 5 million dollars. And this dude's going to score 50.
1: And I love that you guys resurfaced the tweets of. <laughs> Editor, Editor Leaf. and Leaf. Fuck Editor
5: and Leaf. Worst contract in NHL history. Of all time.
4: <laughs> there was another guy too, who like, I think he was an Oilers fan too. Like the day the Hyman deal was signed. He's one of those analytics guys who likes to yell at me all the time. Or yell at people all the time. And he tweeted, the day I was that he goes, can't wait for the Oilers to have to buy him out in 2025. And I was like, yeah, well, you know what, even if they do, and they got a 50-goal season out of them, five and a half million bucks. And- Let me ask you this, Tyler. Is he one of the
5: best free agency signings kind of ever?
4: Yes, of course. In the cap era, yeah. Yeah. So I think the contenders for that, um, Panarin in New York. Oilers only. Give a fuck about oh, I, I, like in New York? No, but I'm saying like for the yeah, whole guy, cool. for the whole league, players who have signed as a UFA like with a new team, so like a true unrestricted free agent signing. Milan Lucic. Well, like right, like most of them are junk. Andrew Lapp. Right? Uh Troy Brower, uh, who was the guy in Toronto. David Clarkson, like they all stayed. We almost got him too. Yeah. The only really elite signings in terms of unrestricted free agents on these kind of long term deals is Panarin in New York. And even that, like he gives them superstar level production, but he's paid like a superstar.
5: Was he a 10 and a 11 and a half? I think you're forgetting
3: somebody Finnish goalie, 40 feet tall. Bald as an egg.
5: Enjoys a
3: cheesy gordita crunch. Sometimes I imagine his head's a little egg and a little bird to pop out. Beep. When you guys
1: start talking about cap, it kind of loses me in a way. But there's one question I have. Now I went and searched because costing I was talking it. to my family and I was saying, you're really interested in the William Nylander exam. How much Connor Brown's costing us this year? So I went and looked it up. Hmm? I couldn't decipher it because what it says is that we're paying him 7 7.75, 750. Yeah. 7.50. yeah. But what's the 3.7 above it mean? I don't, that's the cap. here. Uh, that's the tasty million. part of the contract. But I don't, I, I am going to stand here and put my hand up when somebody says, so who doesn't understand the cap or salaries? So what it is.
5: Yes. Is they signed Connor Brown on July 1st okay. to a free agency contract. Okay. Seven, was it 7.50 or 7.75? 7.75. 7.75. That is your base salary. Yes. They added a bonus structure on top of it that if he played 10 games this year, he gets an additional three point two five million dollars that will be applied to the, the Oilers salary cap next season.
3: Now, you might be asking uh, game nine. Why didn't we cryogenically freeze them? <laughs> and the yes. answer is, I don't know. We should have.
5: So unless the Oilers can somehow and it doesn't seem like they're going to because they're on a heater right now, clear three point two five million dollars off their books this year and just squeeze it in this year. That money gets applied next year. I see. So his three points is worth four million dollars total over the course of two seasons.
3: So the four million dollars that the cap may go up next year is it confirmed? I think it's confirmed. Is it? It's, not? it's confirmed. We give that all to Connor Brown.
4: Well, but, well, the other thing is, is there you go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love spending money before I have it mm, on Connor Brown. <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> Best.
4: Yeah. So if you have cap so space at the you. if you have cap <laughs> space at the end of this season, you can pay off the bonus, mm. which is an interesting wrinkle. Cause it adds more incentive for the Oilers trading Jack Campbell. So like, let's say the Oilers trade Jack Campbell at the draft this year and they get out of the contract, right? Campbell, a first and a third, they get out from Campbell. and Then we party. They'll have $5 million in cap space this summer. Mm -hmm. If they can do it ahead of the deadline and leave and not spend the whole 5 million from Jack, And leave 3.2 million of Campbell's contract. How are you
3: getting rid of Jack? Sorry? I wasn't hearing trade
4: two first round picks. And anyway. Oh wow. I know, but like just hear the thought process. If you can do it by the deadline (laughs) and leave enough money on your books and not spend it all now, it's basically like you freed up 8.25 this summer.
3: Mm. Two first round draft picks? I wouldn't. Potentially, a it'll be... A, I'd take on Jack Campbell if I was a team in for In the last first 10 round. years, have we had any
1: first-rounders that have been taken with the 15th picker later that Reed
4: it J becomes something? Reed, what do you consider something? Like, yeah, Mamoto was good for a couple of years, but never really became anything. Just now think about all those is- teams that hit on guys that are 15 or higher.
5: was one of the... Well, that's a big uh, point of discussion right now on whether it's Twitter because... Xavier Borgo only has 10 goals this year with the Condors, whereas Jesper Walstad, who was the other guy they could have taken in that slot, is one of the best goalies in the league down there.
4: Second to Olivier Rodrigue. (laughs) Our boy. (laughs) Our boy. But yeah, it's it's similar to that, right? There's like, oh, Wyatt Johnson. They could have had him. He's scoring 25 goals a year in the NHR. Now, like, yeah, the Oilers under Ken Holland have not drafted well. So why do you want to hold on to the firsts? <laughs> to get rid of a goalie, though, It's such a yeah. distasteful. But You have to look at it like if you're trying to win a Stanley Cup now, what helps you more? Those first round picks or that five million bucks? That may
5: not play for years. Yeah. Doubling
3: down on a bad decision is never a good idea. Triple down. Unless you're playing blackjack.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Double down, play boy. Yeah, if you got a 16 and the dealer's got a 10. Two paints. The, Two the, so house, the house wants you to I'll you on 18, rather, I don't give a shit My rule is the
5: bio I assume you've looked at the bio It stinks All right
4: <laughs> <laughs> Well, So again like I've gotten into a, have gotten into this fight with Frank a bunch of times On uh, on Daily Face Yes Rude. your dog but the Campbell Bio If you do it this summer It would drop his cap it for next Year to 1.1 so you save 3.9 That's good how much money does he get he gets five million a year. No, no, but like if he gets a bio. Oh, uh bio costs nine million. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what an oddly structured world where it's like, hey, you stink. Okay. Here's most of your money in you one go, shot.
1: If you don't like it, go check out college football
3: coaches. Oh, yeah, amen.
4: <laughs> oh god. Look oh. at
3: look at Russell Wilson in oh, uh yeah. Denver. Fifty two million dollars or something next year to not play. But really? I also
4: like Awesome. I also liked how the dream, dream. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Denver went to Russell Wilson and was like, Hey, so we put this clause in your contract that we kind of regret. Would you waive it? And he was like, Oh no, I'm good. Yeah. And they're like, what? You yeah. won't. Yeah. <laughs> you dick. Yeah. We I, thought you were the nice guy. Yeah. So Praise Jesus Campbell's bio 1.1 that next year is the cap it then 2.3, then 2.6 and then three more years of a $1.5 million dead cap it. So you're signing up for six years of dead money. I brought up the point of it might only cost you one first round pick to move Jack Campbell if you retain two million dollars of his salary. And I understand that for next year, it's nine hundred K worse. But then for the next two years, it's actually better from a cap hit perspective to only have two million God, on the books sucks. And then you don't have the one point five million dollar dead cap hit for three years after that. So I think the smart play is probably retain two <sighs> million and just get rid of them.
5: <sighs>
4: no, here's what you do. Hang on.
5: Let me ask you another question. Do you just try to ride it out this season and work it next year? I don't have a plan. Go ahead. Trial by fire. Hmm.
3: Jack Campbell on some level is an NHL goalie. Let's just staple him in the net until he figures it out. Until he figures it out. With you
5: this just, team? You just leave with him the, With the team. number one with team Connors in the NHL in the closing. last 25 games? Yep, with Can Connors. Can be a seventh defenseman on this team?
1: Figure it a out. team
5: fighting for a playoff spot? Figure it, it in a out. A playoff spot as of today. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, we're no, in playoff. Look at us. They're in yeah. a lock. Look at us. And LA is falling apart right now. Oilers are all of a sudden catching ground.
3: Vegas is falling apart right now. The whole league, the whole Pacific seems to be just going. To
5: all shit. of a sudden, the Oilers are back in the mix. We're back, playboy.
3: Remember that tweet about it was the end of the McDavid era. I'll
4: never forgive you for that. You shouldn't. That was a bad one.
3: It was so with authority and gravitas. Like I, Tyler Ramchak, the man who was on the come up calling the end of the McDavid era. You gotta be better than that. It was hard. Yeah, I can't, can't do that.
4: <laughs> Um, I wear it. Yeah, I do. He I says. wear it. Um, but there's also a part of me that is like, alarming. You know, I'm kind of signed up to do this whole gig for the next like foreseeable future of my life. 10 plus nah, years. You were just in your hot take mode. And and the tank idea. Can't get fired
3: guy. Eh? The idea. Of, I'm here because
4: I say so. <laughs> the idea of me having to cover the Oilers for like a decade after they trade Connor McDavid is it's a thought I don't enjoy. But you shouldn't worry about it because you haven't
3: haven't you haven't even heard of the guy they're going to call uh, Randy Bobandy.
4: The yeah, new he's good, good the McDavid. new Connor McDavid when that arrives. Here. Exactly. Yeah. But in the middle of I just got exceptional out.
5: status. Yeah Randy Bobandi. Randy you know. Bobandi's yeah. uh exceptional he's good. status he and as a sponsored uh athlete for Ron Duvet. <laughs> if you told me in 2010 <laughs>
4: big duvet.
3: the Connor in the Taylor Hall draft year, <laughs> that there's two guys coming after Hall and Everly <laughs> that are gonna be so good, you will be saying Taylor who? Did you I do would, it? I would not have believed you.
5: Did you do it? I don't have my bed yet. Okay. It hasn't arrived. Say what? Shipping delays. It's been stuck in Winnipeg for a week. What are you his, talking uh, about? His
1: duvet made me think of his double duvets. Two yeah. duvets. <laughs> I know. Wait on that I, so I interrupted your great thought yeah, with a really like a stupid team. one. <laughs> You're moving That's, to the two duvet world? Mm-hmm. I'm going to try it. I he, got it. He did. I he got is, the green light to
5: try it. I think I might like it.
1: Um, Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Jack Campbell anymore. It is fucking
5: stressful. I don't like it. Exactly. It's, the only, it's, going it's the only black
1: cloud right now. When, you, when we talk
5: about the Oilers, if you want to like want bring the party Camp- down. You want a positive Jack Campbell story? Okay. Chances are he's buying a lot of team dinners for a bunch of players down there and they probably really appreciate it. Well, that's good of him.
3: Imagine he isn't. <laughs> yeah. Just, imagine they're all lined like, up no. in subway and he's like, uh-uh. <laughs> like,
1: like, can you imagine when they're sitting and they're like, something's just not going right or like the bus stinks and they're all just like... Looking at him, like, can you do something about this? And he's farting loud. Yeah, the whole most time. teams want to su- on
3: the on the <laughs> bus.
1: You're
5: like, God, nobody's supposed to use the bathroom, Jack. Tour bus rules, bro.
3: Most HL teams have one guy with high salary who's been buried on it. Hey, and that guy just gets sewered for every bill the whole year. Just <laughs> yeah. give it to him. It's like, like the, they get the
1: conference room at the old Marriott wherever they're <laughs> yeah. playing on the road, and the pizza shows up, and everybody's just like looking ah, up to the, the wall, sky yeah. and Jack's like, God damn it. Another one. Fuck
3: around. <laughs> Getting another steak to
1: his room. Okay, boys,
5: get your mini sticks. I'll take care of the pizza. <laughs> Straight up. Uh, see, positive Campbell story. You don't even know he's doing it. I like to think he is. It's not going well down there. Nope. I, but I yeah. like to think he's buying <laughs> team dinners. But he looks so happy
3: in his New Year's photo. Or his Christmas he photo, did. was it? Oh, oh California love. He's got on, great nice swag. Ten. On some level, climate wise, you'd prefer to be in Bakersfield than Edmonton.
5: Yeah, we really got a dose of winter here this week. I was really thriving about a week ago.
3: Thriving? Yeah. And now what? Now I'm sad again. Non-thriving? Mm-hmm. Why? Well, it's nice to have some winter. It's good to have seasons. I don't think so. Oh, my goodness. Nope. Why don't you go live in Bakersfield? I would love to.
4: Bakersfield bag me
5: down. Condors Nation. I'll Send kick me. it off.
4: <laughs> All right. Uh, we have a bunch of other stuff I actually want to get to. <laughs> today <on> show. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah.
1: What? One what? of them I think you're going to like, though. <laughs> I right? know. We talked enough oilers. It's fucking up. Go so
4: tune into Owen every day if you want to
1: listen to more Oilers talk. Yeah, yeah Oilers long, Radio.
0: <laughs> Tune to an Oilers
5: show. It's, yeah,
0: it's
4: good. Right, uh, we are going to step aside for a quick break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless
1: companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f***
2: are you talking about, you insane Hollywood f. Ass-
4: back on nation real life show brought to you by Alberta blue cross. There's only one thing better than sharing memories and that's making new ones. Alberta blue cross travel insurance protects your memories and more wherever your travel takes you visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information. Maybe you want to hop on the nation at vacation. We're a little bit over a month away from heading out to zona. You can head to NationGear.ca right now to find out how you can get in and hurry up. Cause again, about six weeks away. Chalmers is going to be there will probably be sold out by the way. So it will be fun. Yeah. it will be a great Uh, time. Tiger woods and Nike have split wild
3: after 27 years. That's like peanut butter and jam saying Mm -hmm. bye-bye to each other. Mm -hmm. That's the difference ultimately between the tiger woods trajectory and the Michael Jordan trajectory is that Michael carried on
1: in retirement. I understand that the world of basketball culture Spends more money on Michael Jordan apparel and air do you think it's Jordan just like basketball.
5: It's like sneaker culture, isn't
1: sneaker this? culture, called Cult- sneaker right. culture. Then golf culture at the time when tiger was big, it was one of, I know that I saw everybody I knew was spending money on tiger woods, brand golf yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. C- clubs, hats, shirts. I mean, everything. We don't wear
3: golf spikes in the streets. <laughs> Still. Nike is one of my favorite golf yeah. shirts to wear.
1: Um, I don't understand. I thought that something like this could be like a legacy play for, you
3: know, there's no f- revenue. They don't do the clubs anymore. The I mean, just, line does not sell for shit. No. It certainly doesn't sell at Jordan esque level. That's no. the thing is it like, okay, so,
1: so he found, so Jordan found, well, Nike Jordan, the shoe was the centerpiece of it all. Did they just lack a centerpiece for the tiger woods brand? with nike like he wasn't, what was it he wasn't getting a cut on just a
5: swoosh well that's something. what i was thinking that he got a uh, nike smartened up with giving him a little taste of the of the back end all
3: the TW balls still merch. sell right so in this in
1: though. this in this split tyler who if it was if this was a
3: breakup who initiated said breakup
1: nike, nike.
5: yeah nike for sure Wait,
4: tiger went to that? that was like i'm sick of all his money Stop he hasn't won shit it. for ages yeah, it's probably Nike. Like, why would Tiger not want to continue? Why doesn't Tiger Woods Does Tiger even- go to a new brand then? Adidas? Or does he make his own one? His own
3: Tiger Woods clothing line. If he was smart, remember when Arnold Palmer had his own mid-range, mid-range clubs and he minted coin? And he had no- and, and clothes. And they clothes. Had the shark clothes were great. The shark clothes. That's Greg Norman. What did you say? arnold palmer oh sorry uh, yeah yeah. and they had golf clubs though but they were like intro golf clubs and they sold like crazy if tiger went did something like that own them himself and tried to go after the kids and use charlie as his put him out in front you know
4: yeah that's a decent idea
3: i mean just or some sort of grill the george foreman grill is
4: receded maybe
1: nike's just looking at like what they pay him per year and thinking we could get like four people for this. There's other golfers who've risen up. I don't know if you guys give two shits, but like this PGA season just kicked off this weekend with the century tour of champ or tournament of champions. It used to be called now it's just called the century, but it, there is so many good young golfers right now. And the two, and if the tour cells can sell these kids and like even just these, you know, 30 year old guys, it's, winning everybody was in like the minus 20s minus high minus teens yeah everybody was playing well now i know the course was maybe a little easier than
4: normal but like there's just it was there was a lot of good golf being played the interesting thing about golf too is like for a lot of sports if you don't have star power like the star power is what brings in casuals right like connor a casual hockey fan will sit there on a saturday night like oh shit connor mcdavid's playing that like i kind of want to watch that casual baseball fan will be like Ooh, Otani's on the mound. I want to watch that game tonight. Golf is almost this weird flip where like n- none of my ca- casual golf buddies are tuning into the century because X is playing. Because yeah. there's 10 guys that could win it on Sunday. Yeah. Well, like, Nike, I get that. From my perspective
5: do, is like, I'm looking at Tiger Woods has only got three wins in the last 13 years. Well, yeah, yeah but he hasn't been playing,
1: mm-hmm. but he's still the greatest golfer to ever play in some people's
4: opinions. What's your M want to say? I wonder, I was just saying golf's this <laughs> weird flip where the casuals tune tune in because of the tournaments. And if you can market your young stars properly and they succeed in the tournaments, that's how you turn people into diehards about that player. Right. But that's, what's so tough
1: about it too, yeah. is like the minute you put these guys on a pedestal for a said tournament that applies pressure and, Golf is not a game where pressure helps, you know, like you see what Rory, how he's fighting with the live last year and he's the face of PGA and the tournaments that happened right after that, where he was put in the limelight, he didn't play well and he admitted it was because of that pressure, right? Yeah. Nothing more exciting than when Tiger broke
3: into the league. Oh,
1: nothing, nothing more exciting than just nothing. watching. Nothing more exciting than when Tyler came back to, or Tiger came back to play the masters last year. Yeah, that's true. You like, know who will
3: maybe have an echo of the roar is Charlie, though. He will. He's pretty interesting, man. Like, he's a really good little golfer. And to have that, to have Tiger as your coach, like, constructing your approach to the game.
1: But that's you, what
4: made I
3: never know.
1: But, and to see, when you see them play together as father, son, and you see their interactions, it's something that makes a father, a golfer, anybody just look at it and go like, this is the right way
3: they're doing it the right they're having fun yep. they're, they are they they have got good camaraderie yep. they're selling it well but the expectation is you're going to be one of the greats i swear like i swear Char- charlie and tiger like i'm gonna teach remember how earl was like i'm gonna teach you to be the greatest athlete in the history of humanity i swear <laughs> tiger isn't so overt with it but like behind closed doors he's like charlie like you could actually be unbelievable. Yeah. Cause he's taken it so seriously. He looks like his dad. <laughs> like he literally looks like Girl his dad would come out and be like, Oh, tiger's a new Gandhi. People are like, what the fuck is this guy on about? So yeah. tiger knows never to do that to Charlie. He, he knows the mistakes. Yeah.
4: And he'll make other ones, but whatever.
3: The you Perkins Charlie, waitress. Charlie? When they go to Perkins, he's like, Charlie, no, no seal training. I know you? this is really tough to look up, but maybe we can just
1: spitball a few things here, but like, You're obviously not going to Perkins. Jordan and Nike, Player, brand, highest revenue, number one on the Mount Rushmore, right? Mm-hmm. If you were to get like a list of just the the highest grossing or even the highest- Player like, endorsements? Player endorsements and the company that endorses them, that partnership, where do you think Tiger and Nike fall on that High. scale? Top like, 10? Like Top if, you, if you take out, because I know that there's going to be like a Cristiano Ronaldo and a Messi, that's probably right underneath Jordan.
4: Gotta be. BM, didn't you have some numbers before the show that you said you were going to share with us about like then how yeah, much almost, they made? Uh, Tiger specifically, yeah.
5: Um, I was also just trying to find some of the new deals that Chalmers is looking for. Yeah, like,
1: I know. I didn't mean to do that to you right here and there. That's a tough one.
5: Deal that he signed with Nike in 2003, lifetime deal expected to exceed over one billion dollars.
3: Like I don't even expect LeBron James merchandise to sell after he retires let alone at Jordan-esque levels. And that's one of one.
5: The thing with the Jordans is like, they're almost, the player's almost irrelevant to the culture around the clothing. Like Tim Hortons being bigger than the name Tim Hortons. But here's the thing.
1: I think underlying, Michael Jordan has just never not been cool. Even when he cries and it's a meme, people are still think it's still cool. Yeah, yeah. There's things that LeBron's done that make him not cool to a lot and of people, and
3: Tiger too, man.
1: T- there's things that Tiger's done that made Way him not cool. Than LeBron, you know? like LeBron, God bless him, has never like had a scandal. I don't think there's many athletes that have lived their whole life being cool. Derek Jeter know, might be one. Do you want to know Charles? some of the
5: other ones, Chalmers? Sure. Uh, so this is a just a list of some of the highest paid endorsed athletes. Okay. LeBron James, Nike signed in 2003 lifetime deal expected to be valued at over $1 billion when all is said and done. Lionel Messi signed a deal with Adidas in 2006 that pays him $27 million for life.
3: Every year for for life. 83-year-old Messi gets that loot?
5: Roger Federer with (laughs) Uniqlo. I don't yeah. know
3: what that is. Clothing company. Clothing company.
5: Okay. $300 million over 10 years. So 30 mil per. Signed that in 2018. Uh, Tiger Woods. Hey, I'll skip this one for a second. Cristiano Ronaldo also signed a lifetime deal with Nike in 2003. For how much? Expected to be over uh, worth over a billion dollars when all is said and done. I'm expecting to get an F1 guy in here somewhere soon. <laughs> the largest endorsement deal for an athlete signed recently is Steph Curry. With Ooh. Under Armour in 2013. Lifetime deal expected to be over one billion dollars.
3: Like they can't it. have recouped that money. <laughs> Does anybody wear Under Armour shoes? Tyler, you
4: have Under Armour shoes, don't
3: you? Right now? He's wearing them right now. Really? I didn't. I'm not. Like Steph Curry?
4: Uh, No, these aren't Currys.
3: Uh, Like, I know Under Armour is a huge brand, but, like, are people wearing Steph Currys to the tune of a billion
4: dollars over his career? But I think that was, like, kind of the point of giving Steph that money is, like, while you maybe don't recoup it directly in Curry money, the, like, Legitimize, brand, the, a, brand. Yeah, legitimize the brand. yeah. Under Armour
1: clothing is like shirts and stuff. No, I don't they're think pretty that's sweet.
3: <laughs>
4: but I mean, I'm, a, I'm actually like a
3: huge Under Armour the guy. The Curry shoe specifically I just meant.
4: Yeah, but when you, it's interesting when you go into the Under Armour store, like in the mall, they have like a whole area that is like, obviously Steph Curry's basketball shoes, the apparel that goes with it, and then the Steph Curry golf brand as well. And it's like boom, boom, boom. So like they've kind of done a decent job. And Jordan Spieth too is like their yep. big, like their mannequin in the store looks like Jordan Spieth. So I don't know. I think it's... I think that one was okay, and just again at the time for all the headlines they made of like, holy shit, Under Armour signed Steph Curry. Like everyone thought it was like the just going to be another Nike dealer and Adidas dealer. An uh, do Armor you want to know single.
5: how much Tiger Woods made with Nike over the course of twenty seven years? Twenty seven years, mm-hmm. mama.
4: You want to guess? Gotta start. Let's a make a guess. Gotta be, I'll say Well, anyway,
5: what's your guess? Over a billion. This is an article that just came out in the guardian today. It is estimated that tiger woods lifetime earnings from Nike at the end of this partnership will be $500 oh my
3: million. Oh, here's what I remember about his, when he signed this deal, because yeah, I was heavy into Andy. tiger woods, year own check. Mm-hmm. He was playing in college. He went pro. His first tournament ever was the quad city classic. Ty, uh, Nike shipped him two golf bags stuffed with clothes. And they're like, that's what you get until you have Tiger Woods gear. And he's like, okay. So you showed up with like two golf bags worth of clothes. Isn't that weird? Yeah. That, not a lot.
5: Going yeah. back to the Jordan thing, uh, just real I'll quick. Go on tour yeah, yeah.
3: Exclusively. I, mean.
5: I just rewatched Air again because it's great. It is. And I just ordered a Jordan bomber jacket. I'm super excited, about. Um he makes $440 million passive income yearly from the Jordan. Line. So
3: he gets what Tiger got in 27 years in one year per year. Yes. How? That's why we'd be selling we Jordan's baby. back end points, baby. Imagine we all wore golf shoes around everywhere. Like the, they didn't think the Jordan's would be worn in the streets.
5: Yeah. They thought they were just for basketball. Yeah. They thought nobody would wear them outside. So of when
4: he asked court. for whatever it was like 10% of all gross sales, they were like, how many people would actually be wearing these yeah. on basketball courts?
5: I think that's what it is. is. 10% of gross sales at Jordan's. So future partnership. I don't know if this is a spoiler or anything, but have
1: you guys ever seen body armor? The drink? Yeah. It's like only in the States Coming to Canada. Friday or Thursday, can't remember, Connor McDavid was shooting a commercial at Crestwood Arena between one and four for Body Armor. He you hasn't know that? left. He's left
4: BioSteel? <laughs> oh, because BioSteel's bankrupt. Ah. They've been bought. Spoiler alert. Yeah,
1: maybe Body Armor bought them. I don't know. All I know is... You got the inside scoop. Now There was a hockey team there having a practice right afterwards and he was getting out. Ooh, my boy and he had Chalmers the jersey on here. and he <laughs> took pictures with them and it was cool. They call them two scoops. But like... Body armor is pretty big in the States, is it not? Yeah. They're huge, the Steph Curry shoes. <laughs> another another refreshment drink coming to Canada. Here we go. Finally.
3: It's a terrible market. Yeah.
1: Maybe you can get rid of Prime. Prime is so bad, man. Don't let your kids have Prime. Austin Matthews. Don't let Prime. your kids have Prime. Prime is the one brand that it didn't matter what that shit tasted like. The fact that it was cool made kids want it so bad, and it drove me nuts. They literally just wanted it for the bottle, and they would drink it. It's like and Formula 50 water. It. It's like terrible. Like, it's not a good... Drink. It's just a simply terrible drink. Have you had it? No god. I think you're a hater. Try go buy one today. I don't
5: want want that that. much caffeine. Is that not the thing with primes? Well, so there's different ones. There's the
1: there's the there's the hydrating, and then there's the energy one. Red Bull
3: meets Gatorade.
1: Yeah, and so kids, it's not intended for children. The the one with the caffeine. If you're buying that for your kid, then stop. Um, But the other one. That's just a refreshment drink, just like a dehydrating drink, like a Gatorade or a Powerade. It's so sweet. It tastes like somebody just took a, a sucker and like melted it and put it in a drink. Mm. That's why kids love it. But they don't love it. Oh, oh My kids like, do not like
5: the taste of it. They just love Jake Paul. They Ken just Paul. want to
1: have the can. They're like, oh, this new bottle's bottle is coming out. The special edition bottle. We got to really? go get it. They spend like $10 on a bottle. They don't even like the drink
3: just because it's cool people do anything because they cool. see it on social is cool is that how they think it's cool Cause they cause think it i don't even think not? that they
1: see yeah. it on social i think they like it's just word of mouth type stuff for on the streets
3: how do you do that
1: i don't know man mega influencers stanley man. cup look at that shit right now yeah that is ridiculous yeah. what's that
5: stanley stanley cups like they're just oh, giant yeah, yeah. mugs yeah
3: that one lady had her car burn and it didn't burn they gave her a bunch of money and a car Go on. The best.
5: They're not even as good as Yetis. They're just
1: everybody every everybody wants one right now. Like literally Target has this special edition Tar like Stanley Cup coming out. And the day that it was being released, there was lineups around the block at every Target, like in big cities in the United States. Like Pokemon People were fighting Go. over them. It's a, it's a fucking cup. Yeah. And now it has like an accessory bag you can put on the side of it. Are you really And mad? you can like put your, it is so ridiculous. You're mad mad at at the a only thing that makes me happy is when d- people on Instagram make fun of like their partner for having one by like carrying like an empty Culligan thing with like a straw on it because it's so damn big. They are huge. Like people <laughs> can't Bobby even carry one. their stuff because I they have a stupid big cup.
5: It's so ridiculous. It probably holds two cup. liters of water. Real? Probably. It's a lot. 40 ounces. Whatever. They're 40 is. ounce cups. You could pull a, f- a full OE750
1: million dollars they made. You know how they did it? They straight up got a cup. They went and got the marketing genius behind Crocs, making them cool. And that dude turned Stanley Cups into a seven hundred fifty million dollar company this this last year. They did seven hundred fifty million. Oh, dude, I don't what? know if that's in revenue or profit. I can't remember. But what is the answer? Do they keep
5: my my rums as cold as? No, the Yeti does? somebody yeah, no somebody
1: cold. did this where they put they put ice and water in a Yeti. They put ice and water in a Stanley. They put the lids on them and they put a thermometer, a digital thermometer, on the top. And both started out at like thirty one point five. And they timed it over like twelve hours. And the Stanley Cup went up to like 45, 48. Well, the Yeti Cup went up like a, a, a degree every like five
5: hours. Because this baby, right? I got coffee in it. You right drinking now. rum in there, playboy? I wish I was drinking mm. rum. It would be cold all night if I was just sipping. Mm-hmm. It's lovely.
3: I got me the uh, Bieber Tim Hortons uh, insulated cup still. hmm Great. I should have really kept cool. that for keeping it 100 that I hate Stanley
1: cups. You're pretty mad. <laughs> yeah, dude, is, look on life. You used anywhere? to go,
5: you used to you go. Get these like, like I've seen these little like packs you strap to it. That you oh, can, like, put and you your, and your wallet in <laughs> them and stuff.
1: It's like a whole
3: purse now connected <laughs> to your 40 ounce water bottle driving me nuts. <laughs> cool. I know what to get Chalmers for Hanukkah. Oh,
1: uh, it's not cool. And that's the thing is like, it's only being sold because it's cool. Like you used to wear a Kangle. That wasn't cool. I was the only one that did it. <laughs> Uh, what Who about? else did it? Oh, my God. I can't think of his name. Hello. Cool. Oh, one it? guy. Samuel L. Jackson. Yes. One Damn other. It. Two
3: other guys. Samuel L. Jackson.
1: Nobody wore Kangol's, buddy, when I was wearing them. I was running them. Maybe a few other people. No, it was unique. And
5: then the it was unique. It was 2002 wasn't... happened. We're all wearing Kangol's after roots broken. We watched, heart. we,
1: we went through true religion jeans and Ed Hardy t-shirts because they were cool. We Quick. all lived that. We I there. saw a new fat. I went back and looked in my <laughs> at pictures of myself when I was a kid. And I was like, Oh man, like in, in, in the, in the prime of my life when I'm like 16 to 19, that's looking, the prime of your great. life. No, just like, but in are your. are you a civil war soldier? My skin was clear. <laughs> I was skinny as a banshee just pulling and <laughs> and true. straight I up I knew straight him. up he was i had kangles on and i look back and i'm like man and then i go and i look at like some of these kids who are straight up grew up from fort like, like maybe 13 12 years old to 16 and every single picture that they have with their family or like candid picture of them is wearing a bass pro shops hat and you're like now my kid's doing it with just toques and i'm like you gotta take the you're gonna look back on this and
3: regret I want to every wear the style of the pictures of this I'm not Ma- dressing for pictures in the future I'm we're wearing, an now- Ed, wearing a Christian Audigier shirt you were pulling with that Kango hat on because matter. you were wearing it
1: <laughs> but it's just okay maybe and it's now a sign kids that are to-
4: pulling with their Bass Pro Shops hat yeah
1: man are they still cool yeah uh, among I remember some when sets. I was in high school it was Von Dutch have they not that's the thing they're the new Von Dutch I like, want to wear the hottest brand at all times everything jumps to shark and I'm just wondering is Bass Pro Shops hat still cool yeah I, I look at u13 u15 u18 hockey pictures every kid on that team
3: has long hair like long hair like coach chippy long hair you spent more money traumers at stores on europa boulevard than anyone oh my I god know. i love you that you regret any you had more hugo boss had shirts,
1: underground
3: what high grade outrageous. oh my god you don't I, regret
1: that do you not the diesel ones. The diesel shirts were super cool, but and the yeah, hats.
3: and unlimited. Remember, unlimited was yeah, good. Unlimited so was why awesome. Why are you picking out one brand? You're always been a brand Big
5: guy. Big Star. Also, as somebody who's wearing a toque right now, I feel personally offended. No, by no, this. no, no, no. Tukes
1: are cool. My son is just wearing them in every picture we have. No matter what we're doing, it could be Christmas dinner. He's sitting at the counter in a toque. <laughs> Summer. He's wearing a toque. He's always wearing a hat, and he's got great hair. And as a guy who never had great hair. I just say to him, I'm like, you got great hair. You're a high stress dad. No, I just get fired
5: up about some of this stuff. We're in a two. And and it all starts with Stanley cups.
3: Is there a lawsuit? Nobody drinks that that much water.
1: Nobody drinks that much water. Like, come on. Nobody drinks that much water. You
3: keep saying Stanley Cup and I keep hearing NHL Stanley Cup. Is there a lawsuit anywhere? Are they infringing on some level? So there's been at least
1: three different uh, uh, things on Instagram that I have seen where people have broken down the fact that last year at this time, if you search Stanley Cup, it would be Wikipedia. Stanley Cup playoffs. Stanley Cup. It would be everything about the NHL. And now you got to scroll down about half a page until you get just to the Wikipedia of NHL Stanley Cup.
4: Fuck. First the MLS, now a cup company. NHL is getting the uh, People are always saying MLS is passing the NHL. Oh, it's sponsorship money they have. Yeah. Oh, damn, eh? Chalmers, that's uh didn't have that on my Chalmers sheet. is
5: pro kidney stones.
1: I love drinking water. You just don't need a Stanley cup to do you it. You love drinking rye. I haven't had a drink in seven days. Really? And I'm going to tell Jasper. Yeah. And it's, I did a little, and this is going to be bad, but I don't really care because I'm fucking don't care. Um, <laughs> I went back and thought about this. And uh, so from new year's day till today is seven days. No nothing. sip, no nothing. Didn't even, not an ounce, not it even. Why you're drought. so fired up. And it's probably the first time in like, 15 to 20 years. I've gone seven (laughs) consecutive days and I'm will, and I'm free to open that. I'm an open book. I don't really care. Um, and that's astonishing and that's weird. And it's funny because we had the Christmas party and that was like my first real test, you know, like I'm going to go drink public. I'm a game big. You did. And I didn't really, it didn't really matter. Um, and then we got offered tickets to the game on Saturday night and I was like, Oh boy. I'm going to go to a game without a beer. It's going to be tough. And the tickets were already given away. Thank God. I dodged yeah. a bullet. So the guy offered him to me really nice offer, but like had a miscommunication with his company and they were already given away. And I was like, Oh, dodged a bullet on that one. That wouldn't be, worth but it. like, but yeah, I mean, I, I said I was going to do it. So I decided I would, I would do it and I'm not going full dry January because I'm not going to Jasper playing in a pond hockey tournament with that, but a couple cold ones.
5: I was planning on not drinking until the pond hockey tournament as well. And then we had our Christmas tournament. <laughs> Christmas party. Our yeah. Christmas party. And I was just,
1: where you should go. Have a couple beers. Yeah, hey, goes. question. We bowled quickly. We only had four people on our lane, five pin bowling. We made, Hey, we bowled three games. Yeah. Anybody
4: else's left butt cheek kind of hurting the next oh, day. Oh bro. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I could was... not figure out what it was. I couldn't, <laughs> I just sit down to put my pants on. Cause I couldn't, I Dude, couldn't just
1: wait on the think one. Think about foot. that. That's a one legged squat. Every time you threw that ball and you did it three, <laughs> Go do it. Go do a bowling stance right now. You'll feel it in your ass. Oh, yeah. It was your butt. And I was like, I and I was exactly. like, I want to tell these guys about this. Bag so I'm kind of worried. This is going to make me seem like a very out of shape old dude,
5: person. my ass,
4: yeah, So that it was, was from
5: bowling. In, I'm glad I wasn't bowling with you guys. You're way too intense for me.
4: We had, we had fun. All I wanted to do was spin it. I go hard on spinning. I mean,
5: spinning's good.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Bowling. Are we going to talk about the secret Santa? <laughs> we did. Did we? How did we do that? I was here on Thursday, and then we, we had- Yeah, to, wait, we, we did it. We
4: haven't had a chance. We oh did it on O&R God. briefly. Yeah. Uh, Primetime was. Sorry, I wish Jay was here, but he's not. He's in Maui. He
5: would uh, get just- So re, re, re replay what
4: happened last year.
5: Somewhere Jay is just getting angry right now, and he doesn't know why.
4: <laughs> so last year at our holiday gift exchange, $30 limit, whatever, people had dropped off their gifts earlier in the day, and then Spencer from our marketing team went out, and his car broke down wherever he was, <laughs> so he was like, "I can't do the gift exchange, but my gift is there. Can someone fill in and be a proxy for me?" And we decided to let Waz do it because Waz didn't have a gift in the gift exchange. So Waz, representing twenty-two-year-old Spencer, um, goes through the gift exchange. Jay had opened up and gotten an automatic wine opener. Beautiful, great. Jay loves wine; works perfectly. Spencer, twenty-two-year-old male, does not love wine. He loves beer and other things like that. Waz is going last in the gift exchange. So he has his pick of the litter. He steals the wine thing from Jay and leaves. One of the prizes was a basket full of booze. And he was like, nope, Spencer wants the wine opener. Made no sense. Pissed off Jay. It was hilarious, but also left you shaking your head. Flash forward to this year. $30 limit. Have you heard this story yet? (coughs) $30 limit on our little white elephant gift exchange or whatever. And Jay goes, he's picking like second and there is a gift in a very nice box.
5: Yeah. He went for the package.
4: Awesome box. Yeah. Box looked great.
5: Whereas I was a size queen. I got the perfect gift for me. Yeah, he did.
4: Jay opens it up. It's eight Keurig cups from the bulk bin section of bulk. Like eight Keurig, like one single cup, cup, single cup
3: things in a plastic is a bag. Gag gift or this legit gift? This okay. is
1: legit. One okay. of them even has a 75% off coupon on it, <laughs> sticker on it to let me know that that <laughs> 25 fair, cent there's probably cup yeah. was 75% off. <laughs>
4: So Jay, uh, when Jay tells her this, hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) All those Keurig cups were 75% off. No, just one. Just one. Okay. The other ones. But there was about, but
3: there was about like, let's give
1: or
4: take about 12 to 14 of them. Was later admitted he spent $13 on them for a $30 (laughs) gift exchange.
5: Also worth noting, Jay does not own a Keurig. (laughs) Well, but
4: it then comes out from Mrs. Matt Wozniak, his girlfriend that he, when he showed up to pick her up, uh, he wasn't gonna wrap them. He was just gonna drop a
1: in a clear bag plastic bag <laughs> on the table.
3: At a at now, a at a white elephant gift exchange where you need to a wrap species, it. Species, whatever it may be. Yeah. TikTok. Do they celebrate <laughs> yes, he's a TikTok. Do they yes. celebrate Christmas? Oh. Presumably. And the object of Christmas is to give people a gift they want? Yes. Continue talking. So
1: Also,
5: great detail is $30 limit. Waz took that as up to $30. (laughs) But no more than $14. For the
1: second
4: year in a row, Jay got burned by Waz. It's
1: so funny. Okay, so I still don't know how my gift went over because I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was awesome. I would have liked it. But I want to know, one is view on this i would have liked yours too Actually, i bought 30 dollars worth of scratch and win tickets awesome two five dollar ones Fantastic. a bunch of two dollar yep. ones a bunch of one dollar ones it's either a lot or it's nothing
3: is anybody else's it's gift have fun. the potential upside of being a millionaire right from the young people these days didn't really get the reaction i was expecting kind of
1: look like it was one of those like it was good no 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 but you're you kind know what kids want though, the Chalmers? Young, they young. want loose I'm talking about pots. the real young. <laughs> That's what people want. <laughs> when I saw the gift, I went, the, that is hilarious. Because I don't drink coffee. I don't know what one of those what is worth. I'm like, okay, is that 30 of them? Are they a dollar each? He just started laughing. And they are not. He so you thought it was a gag gift. Oh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I think he thought laughing. it was real.
4: <laughs> and jay's, jay's pressing was too jay kept telling him, was like you owe me 17 dollars worth of stuff. <laughs> 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 anyways uh, there's nothing brings out the awkward
1: side of opening a gift better than a white elephant gift exchange
5: i'm the best what's I, white
3: elephant mean well it's blind the new
5: opening blind
3: elephant. opening i don't see color
5: <laughs> so <laughs> like i got a bunch of candy from tyler i yeah, got tyler's did. gift That's and a nice man. porcelain bowls and to a put big them in. bowl yeah. Used the bowl last night, made popcorn during Oppenheimer. There you go. Mm-hmm.
4: I got All a works. Yeti. I got a Yeti cup. A yellow, an orange Yeti. Oilers orange Imagine Yeti Imagine someone
3: giving you a Stanley Cup, how crazy you would have gone.
1: <laughs> oh, I got a little, you <laughs> couldn't. Oh, shit, oh buddy, I would have said you spent way too much, number one.
3: Why, how much did I a Stanley Cup?
5: 50 bucks. Ooh. I what? bought one for me missus back in October before the trend and- they are sizable. How'd you get ahead of this
3: trend so far? How'd you know?
5: Well, Jeffrey Bezos just brings things right to my door. So I just asked him to bring one and he did. I understand. But
1: the point of So it you is, have a Stanley cup?
5: Yeah, I mean, Mrs. does. But like the, the funny oh part boy. about the Stanley mug- Sorry, Mrs. Bag Milk. Is that, oh no, ripper all you want. <laughs> you can't put it anywhere. because Nowhere. Huge. It doesn't fit in a cup holder. It does not fit- in any of the cupboards. It doesn't even fit in the space. Is it like a cupboard. Bubba
3: back in the day? It's, it's exactly like that. Yeah. yeah. Remember Bubbas? Of course. The Canadians. Like, it, Don sure, it, in the my frame? dad still has his on display at his house. Unbelievable. Sick. It, where your photo should be is a Don Cherry Bubba.
1: But it, 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 it has like the bottom four inches of it where it looks like it should fit in a cup holder. It but, the handle then sticks out way too far. So unless you have one of those cup holders that has like the groove in between the
5: handle on that thing,
1: a ton of handle and they're not light. No, a full one. Like the, the, my, my favorite is just go and and say Stanley cup around, around your phone, a bunch. And you'll start to get like Instagram of, of people making fun of people trying to get out of their car with one, like simply carrying their stuff. It is just magical. One of
5: my favorites was all the guys that fucked up the Stanley mug purchase for their girlfriends over Christmas. And instead they bought them like a Stanley thermos or some of them. There was this one I watched that's hilarious <laughs> because the girl was so angry that he bought her a giant Yeti mug, which Chalmers is saying is better. In my opinion. But she was mad that it wasn't a Stanley. <laughs> it was an equivalent sized giant Yeti. I just bought That just goes to show one. you don't
1: really care about drinking
5: water. You just want to be cool.
4: Mm-hmm. That's life.
3: One time I went to a wedding. It is life. I don't know.
1: I don't know why I'm getting so heated about it. I think it's just the Stanley Cup craze is just driving
3: me nuts. <laughs> one time I went to an all-you-could- uh, hold on one time I went to an all inclusive wedding in Mexico mm-hmm. and I had one of those pools right outside my room. And then I had the certain level wristband that allowed me to go to some bars. And then other people didn't have the same wristband. You know how that works? The best. So it you ended itch. up that I had the good wristband, but I had to get out of the pool and walk like quite a ways away. Mm-hmm. And the guy at the bar recognized, like he's kind of, I kind of got stitched, right? Cause the one right beside <laughs> my room, Wasn't as good of a bar, right? Right. So he goes, go to the gift shop and get one of those thermos cups and I'll hook you up every day. And every day I would go to this guy and he'd pour a whole bottle of Malibu into this thing. And I would just be sipping straight on Malibu all day long in a thermos cup. Oh, that'll kill the esophagus. Oh, it was the best man. Just sipping on the boo. No Mm -hmm. mix. Sipping on the boo is a good Malibu is a good. That is the only time I've ever had a thermos
4: cup. Damn. Now I kind of want to drink. A Malibu, fair, pineapple juice. Yeah. The, no, 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 no mix. Caribou, just Malibu. This have it the, with
3: Coke, and it just tastes like ice. vanilla Coke. Ice to the top, really, and just keep pouring more ice. This a is the Malibu bartender. and Coke is fantastic.
1: Sounds just, refreshing. It's just amazing.
3: You know what you really want to do if you want to have a good time, though? You get thirteen loose Keurig's, <laughs> and you poke a straw from a juice box into each of them, and then you snort up freebase it.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just straight the beans. Yeah, you
1: right snort the, the Keurigs. Oh God, I love a good gift exchange. It's called it a was Khole. hole. It was very
5: funny. It was very funny. It was great. It
1: was very funny too. When JR put the box with the Keurig cups in Trying the middle of steal. the thing. It was like, yeah. Hey, everybody don't forget about
3: those. You can still steal those.
5: You did miss <laughs> when our graphic designer drank a whole bottle of ketchup though.
3: Really? It was wow. on social.
5: Why did somebody do that?
1: Paid
4: them.
0: Yeah, you we pay. pay
1: them. A, okay. I don't know how much, but I'm going to put my ceiling on it. Go ahead. Yeah. I would need to drink Like a full bottle of ketchup, like a
4: glass Heinz. But you're you now. Think back then. Yeah,
1: full. Back then, I probably would have done it for around. I want to say I do for like two hundred, but I'm probably thinking I'd have done it for one hundred.
4: What about now, today? I wouldn't do it for less than five (laughs) hundred. I said six. And then that, it got the conversation. So what happened
5: in. was, is like I mentioned, I wasn't planning on drinking that night, but when I'm presented with free drink tokens, I will drink said free drink tokens. Yeah. And I got in the mood for a little mischief. Okay. So I grabbed a full bottle of ketchup and I just started asking people, Tyler was up first. How much would it cost me to make you drink this? And he said, $600 too high. Yeah. And then we started whittling the price down. Yeah. No. Landed at $200.
4: That's how much and it costs for paid him to him. drink so it. So we
5: crowdsourced.
4: BM paid most. Of it. Yeah, I was a little hammered.
5: <laughs> But again, the drinks are free, and he finished it off. Half. Did it make him sick? No. Surprisingly, I asked him the next day. How you sugar. To outside
4: and had a smoke, and then came back. <laughs> oh, that'll, that'll balance you, you out. to balance it out.
5: It was a lot of sugar, though. That was a lot of catch up. It took him four and a half minutes, and I was just laughing for four straight minutes. Hilarious!
4: Wow, he got his money. I when can't he was manage. really
5: shake weighting it in his mouth, two hundred. Understanding. <laughs> at at around twenty years old. Yeah, that's a good deal. That's a night out. Yeah, that's a good deal. I'm
3: surprised there wasn't people trying to take that from him
1: to I do thought it. There too. would
5: be too. cash was on the table.
3: I remember back in the day when the iron horse was busy on the second floor. Oh, remember love those the, days? I love had it. Had to
5: Watch out those stairs though.
3: Hold oh. on. The bartender upstairs. We were 1920. Like we we're very young. You know what a bar mat is, right? Yeah. So the bartender would pour us bar mats at the end of the night. Awful. And we thought we were winning. Yeah. Like course. we'd be like, Hey, that guy upstairs is going to hook us up with a bar mat. He's like, okay, boys, here you go. And he'd give us like something to chase it with afterwards, and we would drink the bar mat, and we thought that we were coming out ahead so of the So gross. The
5: first time I ever had a bar mat, not really knowing what it was was the last time I had a bar mat. So the fact that you guys did it routinely,
3: routinely for a summer, that was the summer that Jason Arnett scored the cup winning goal for Dallas. but his toe was in the crease Buffalo. No, Brett Hall, yeah. yeah. Red Hall was it Brett yeah. against Buffalo. But Arnett won the cup. that year. Oh, yeah. I'm remembering, remember all the bar mats were scrambling my brains back at the day. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw Jason Arnett score a goal and win a cup for Dallas. But That's a I good remember, thing for a young a person to know. Go ask for a bar mat shot. For those who are listening and saying, what's a bar mat shot? It's just, they pour shots on top of a bar mat. That they, rubber bar, that rubber mat with all the little tiny. And they clean it at prongs. the end of every night. But they pour the proceeds of a busy bar mat into a cup and then split it up with you and the crew. Yeah. And if you're a G like we are slash were, <laughs> you drink it. <laughs> I remember going Happily. to Iron Horse to yeah. drink the bar mat, being like, "That guy's gonna be so pumped when One he for sees where nice,
5: did you get multiples? No, no, it's
3: no. The end of the night. Of the like night. the bar would be closed. <laughs> and sticking around. And for this the bar guy happens. thought we were the funniest kids in the world. He's like, oh, no, don't. he let
1: us. We used to stick around. Yeah. We never really left at, I don't know if he was let us We stay. loved staying late yeah, at bars after. That was
3: one of our things. That <laughs> yeah, was fun. But they let us stay here because we drank the bar. <laughs> They're back. all doing their cash outs. <laughs>
5: yeah. Probably we're because
3: we. we'd order like 10 Ryan Cokes before last call. That's back when you could do last call. And you could order a shitload yeah. of drinks at the end of the night and then continue partying. And he
5: stumbles down those stairs. Oh, my favorite. You always got to,
3: on those stairs you got to take the outside lane
5: because the
1: inside
3: lane is so small our friend who did the husky story one time came to my house and said hey can i borrow a shirt to go to the bar and i go "Ooh, i've got one but you can't fuck it up sure and it was like a lamborghini ferrari or something golf shirt remember and that was the very that summer wearing that kind of golf apparel yeah Our boy Z fell down the stairs at Iron Horse in it, and I never got to wear it. And that was a (laughs) hell of a shirt. Remember those Ferrari shoes? They were the ideas Ferrari shoes. Yeah. God, those were ugly. But those golf shirts that one summer Golf shirts were cool, Unless your boy fell down stairs at Iron Horse, and then you never get to wear it.
5: One of my favorite memories of being in there was watching my friend. It was almost like slow motion, falling from the top and rolling all the way down. I bring it up with him at least once a year. He remembers, because how could you not? Whole bar laughing at you. Outstanding.
3: It happened a lot. A lot. A friend of mine worked there and she said she would, she would stand like parallel to it on the one bar and bartend. (laughs) And she's like, Oh, I'd watch four or five people a night fall down the stairs. (laughs) Oh, it's happening again.
5: I went in. What is that called now? MKT? Yeah. I went in there for dinner one night and I'm looking at, I was looking at those stairs. I'm like,
3: now it's just like ladies coming out of the bathroom, falling down in high heels. Ain't nobody that crunk no more. Mm-mm. The fun quotient of MKT, no offense to it. Wonderful place. But it ain't the Iron Horse.
5: No, no the iron horse have like stripper six, pole up. Yeah. Will they do? Yeah. No, MKT has no stripper pole. Oh, yeah.
3: No. They iron should. Horse didn't.
5: Yeah, they did. Where? <laughs> it was right on the dance floor.
3: Oh, people could dance around yeah, a stripper yeah, pole yeah, in the yeah. net dan- Well, it was a two-floor dance floor. That was awesome. Of course.
5: Need something to spin on. Sure. All right, that's a wrap. Did
3: right. we get to anything? Any did we get to all your stuff?
4: Yeah. We did a little NFL thing. Uh, we did the Oilers we did Woods we didn't do Nylander but who gives a shit Mm-kay.
1: ah we yeah. good so yeah. by the time we, when we get back here we'll have only played one game
5: quick recap Nylander yeah. mean dry sidle expensive mm-hmm. yep very expensive you got 11 and a half yeah, yeah. how long Eight. 8 years 92 schmackaroos also <laughs> Marner gone
3: no they're gonna be there. Even they bring the. when's Tavares off the books end they, of next year yeah
5: no. Marner and Tavares are both off at the end yeah. of next year
3: can't let Mitchie go.
5: Mm-mm. They might though.
3: And keep Austin and Nylander? Yeah. Maybe. Mitch is so cute though. Oh, they? he's such a, goof. Is there a, nuge? What a geek. He's their nude.
1: What a geek. No, Mitch Miner's no, way, way there less likable. You think? Oh, way less likable. Way his more dad nerdy. Not a dad's a
3: spazzle. Yeah. What? I see him smiling everywhere so pretty.
4: I hate Mitch Miner. I didn't know that he was a bitch. What does yeah. his dad do? It's annoying. Uh, his dad has, is like famous from when Mitch was growing up as being like an insane hockey parent Oh no. and like has been on the news and stuff is like, Oh yeah. And what does Marner do? That's annoying. Uh, generally acts like a toddler. Yeah. wears geeky stuff. Tries to make, tries to
1: make trends when he's not trendy. He's not that guy. Oh, I thought he's he was not cool. that guy. Pop.
3: Well, as right. the guy who runs Leafs nation socials, I will take an anti Mitchie. No, no, no. Stance. Because no, no, no. But See, he he's polarizing his- though. You get a lot of people that like him. Probably and a lot of people that think he's a goof. Oh, well, then I like him as a pretend Leafs fan. Mm-hmm. His wedding looks so fun. Everyone's smiling. He's got a dog. I can't find fault with this man.
4: Now, the dad a being dog. a coop. <laughs> uh All right. That's a wrap on today's edition of the show. Shout out to Betway, Greta, Alberta, Blue Cross, and DoorDash. We'll be back on Thursday to talk about exactly Vote Zach what. Zach Hyman to the all-star game. Amen. End on that.